Thank you very much, Rob Beasy. We'll catch up with you later on this morning. It is 6.25, and uh, we look at what's making news. It's still the vaccines to a large extent, and uh, I see the Department of Health says that they're hoping to get the Johnson & Johnson vaccine before the end of the week as our fight to prevent further spread of COVID-19 continues. Now, we know how we hear the rollout of the AstraZeneca vaccine was halted. Turns out it's not as effective against uh, this particular strain of COVID and perhaps uh, maybe we should use it more for people who have serious comorbidities so that they rather have some sort of defense than none. All types of debates going on there. And um, obviously, we know that there are a whole bunch of vaccines that we've been promised to procure uh, over the next couple of months as we try and get uh, to that herd immunity. So let's look at where things are. I mean, what makes J&J better? Joining us on the line is Maya Malan, who is uh, the editor-in-chief of Begisisa Center for Health Journalism, dealing a lot with matters relating to health and uh, speaking a lot to experts across the continent. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for inviting me. Absolute pleasure. So, I mean, if it is said that the J&J vaccine is better, according to the experts, what, what evidence are they presenting here that proves this? And what guarantee as a public do we have that we won't be in the same situation that we have found ourselves in with, for instance, AstraZeneca? So the difference between the data that we have for the J&J vaccine and the data that we have for the AstraZeneca vaccine is that when J&J released their results about two weeks ago, they released results that showed that the J&J vaccine is very effective in South Africa against the new variant to protect against severe COVID disease that's caused by the new variant. And for AstraZeneca, we don't have that data yet. The only data that we have for AstraZeneca is that shows us it's not effective against mild to moderate disease caused by the, um, the, the variant. So the difference is that we know from data that the J&J vaccine will protect people who get severe COVID caused by the variant. And that means we have data that shows us that we will be able to prevent hospitalizations and death mm. if we use the J&J vaccine. There's hope that mm. it could potentially be the case for the AstraZeneca vaccine, but the AstraZeneca vaccine has not been tested in South Africa for protection mm. against severe disease. However, scientists believe that there is a lot of hope because the technology that the J&J vaccine uses is very mm. similar to the technology that the AstraZeneca vaccine uses, and so is the kind of immune response that the two vaccines induce in someone when it's used. So what we need to do is now to test what is the protection that could potentially be provided by AstraZeneca against severe disease. And one of mm. the other reasons why scientists think it could be possible is because when they tested the J&J vaccine on the variant, it didn't provide great protection against less severe forms of COVID, yet mm. it still provided mm. good protection against severe disease. Sure. It sounds like a serious uh, give and take situation, you know, um, but let, let's talk about uh, the issues around procurement, because we have been told of this phased approach, which I think we can all agree with. But then again, we're relying on our government to make sure that we have the doses we need in the wake of where we are now with the rollout that has to be halted. Is it possible that the J&J &J vaccine can be procured by the end of this week, given how complex some of these issues are? 
That I'm not sure about. It's hard for me to give an answer about that. What I do know is that we have we have been awarded nine million. Um, we have a deal for nine million J and J vaccines, and that there's a potential of twenty million more. The other, I don't know for when it will. Uh, I, I cannot for sure say. You know when will it arrive? But also important to note that at the press briefing this week, the government said that. While while we temporarily halting the the large rollout of AstraZeneca, the strategy we will use instead is to have an implementation trial and compare three vaccines against each other to see how uh, they compare with protecting severe disease. And those three vaccines are Pfizer. J and J, and potentially AstraZeneca, depending on what the scientific committee this week decides. So that means that um, the way that we will implement initially our vaccine rollout is not a large rollout; it's a smaller study. They mentioned a figure of a hundred thousand. Um, it's not mm. clear whether that hundred thousand refers to the total of the three vaccines, or you know how many for mm. each vaccine. Um, we don't have much clarity as to whether they will also get J&J vaccines and start a larger rollout. All they told us at the press briefing this week was that they will start with a step-by-step approach in the form of an implementation study. And one of the mm. advantages of how fast J&J in the implementation study can be used is that obviously a vaccine, before we can use it in the country, needs approval from our medicine mm. regulator. Now, if mm. they use it in a research setting, such as an implementation trial, then they can immediately use J&J because it's already been approved for use in a trial, but it hasn't been approved for wider use. So before that can happen, it first needs to get um, approval from our medicine regulator for use outside of a research setting. Mm. Well, fascinating, very important stuff that we need to keep ourselves uh, in tune and in touch with. And uh, Maya, we do appreciate your time. Thank you so much for just keeping us up to speed on the developments there and what the experts are saying. Thank you. That's uh, Maya Milan. Executive Director, Editor-in-Chief at Begisisa Center for Health Journalism, and of course, uh, dealing a lot with the experts on this issue of the vaccine. Goodness me, I don't even know how this entire situation makes you feel. Uh, I know some people have been a little um, harder on the government, etc. I mean, what's your position on this? Do you feel that, you know, you are still optimistic about the plans around the vaccine in South Africa, or do you have a a different feeling and a different view. You can tweet us and hashtag the morning flavor. But this is where we are at this point, whether you like it or not. It's time for the headlines now and sport.